ground is sinking sand, a doubting maze of desert land, but darkness rules the heart of man, till the sun shines light on him, Lord of all, show your strong. All our needs we fall, be a cornerstone, be a cornerstone, be a rock higher than I, be my fortress wall, be a foundation for all my cornerstones. So, 
Any birthdays or wedding anniversaries that y'all are going to fess up about? Okay. So we are going to do, um, if you'll look in your green folders, I want you all to stand. And we're going to start out with I am blessed.
and we will be on page 36. Today would just be another Sunday. I thought about the old rugged cross this week, and, and Friday is at 9 a.m. Jesus, it was the third hour, and they crucified him. That would have been, from six would have been the first hour, then by nine they had him on the cross. He had spent the night being betrayed by one of his own. He has spent the night being on trial and being tortured, basically, is the best way to say it, with the beating that he sustained before being forced to carry his cross through the streets of Jerusalem, being brought to Golgotha, the place of the skull. Once on the cross, they, they had driven the nails through his his feet and through his wrists. 
He watches as the soldiers divide his clothing. And Matthew tells us in Matthew 27, 35, it says, And they crucified him and parted his garments and cast lots, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet. They parted my garments among them, and upon my vesture did my, they cast lots. Not only did they do this, but they ridiculed him. You think everybody that passed by, they, 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 they hollered out at him. Mark tells us in Mark 52, it says this, And they passed and they railed on him, wagged their heads, saying, Thou that destroyest the temple and build it in three days, save thyself, come down from the cross. Likewise, also the chief priests mocking said among them with the scribes, He saved others. He cannot save himself. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, descend now from the cross that we may see and believe. And they that were crucified with him reviled on him too. Can you imagine this, the king of kings, and here he is, he's nailed to a cross, and he's struggling to breathe. It's basically, the cross was a form of tor most torturous death you could ever have, and you, 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 you slowly suffocate. Your arms are pulled out of socket and it hurts to be on there. And the only relief you got is to push up with your feet where there's a nail driven through them. So it's torture to push up just to take in a breath and to let the breath out. Rubbing on a back that's been beaten where the skin is peeled to the bone. And here these people are saying, you saved others, yet saved yourself. He could have. But he did it for us. The sacrifice had to be made, and he stayed on that cross for us. During six hours on a Friday, these people did this, and in the middle of it, one of them who had been who had been making fun of them, something happened, and he realized who this man beside him was. Luke tells us in Luke 23, he says. And one of the malefactors which was hanged on him said, If thou be the Christ, save thyself and us. But the other answered, rebuking him, saying, Does thou not fear God, seeing that thou art in the same condition? And we, we indeed justly, for we receive our due rewards. But this man has done nothing. He said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. And Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. You spent your life as a criminal. Finally, in that last little bit, you see the true king. You see Jesus. I will. Get another picture of what Easter's about. That's one of the things it's about. It's about forgiveness. It doesn't matter what you've done in your past. It doesn't matter how your life is. But what matters is that you see the one who was on the cross doing that for you. And then that's the most important thing. The Bible tells us after that, that it became dark and, and 
that it, 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 it's three o'clock, it's the ninth hour, and, and it, it, between the 12 and, and, and three, it becomes dark, and you, it, it, people are going, what's going on? And what's, why is this happening? And, and, and in the middle of it, the three o'clock, Jesus cries out. It says in Matthew 27, 46, it says, he cried out with a loud voice, said, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, which is to say, my God, my God. Why? God turned his back on his son because of you, because of me, because of the sins that we commit. Jesus took them all to the cross. You can never pay the debt that's owed, but Christ said, I'll do it for you. The father turns his back. The Bible tells us that he said he thirsts. John tells us, he says in John 19, verse 28, Jesus said, when all these things were now accomplished, that the scripture, Scripture might be fulfilled. He said, I thirst. And there was set a vessel full of vinegar. And they filled the with vinegar and put it on. And put it to his mouth. He received the vinegar. He said, it is finished. Bowed his head and gave up the ghost. There was an earthquake. The temple curtain was rent from top to bottom. This is a three inch thick piece of cloth that just tore. Why? Because when Christ said it's finished, there's nothing that stands between you and God but yourself. Nothing but you. He gave the perfect sacrifice. He gave. He has said before in Matthew 14, 6, Jesus said this. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through me. And when he said it was finished, that's what he meant. There's no other way to heaven. You can try to be as good as you want. You can be as nice. You, you come today, you dressed up as pretty as you are, and you say, hey, I, I'm doing my part. But let me tell you, it's no good unless you understand what Jesus did on the cross. He gave it all for you and for me. And that's why we're here today, because of what he did. It's that he gave the perfect sacrifice. You can't get to heaven on your own. You can work, you can try, but let me tell you what you are. You just be a good person. And unless you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, you're going to be a good person going to hell. Because of what he did on that cross. Why he did that? Because he loved you. He gave us a way. We need to understand the day's the day that we come to celebrate the fact he paid our price. And it's so it's easy. All you got to say, Lord, I know I'm a sinner because let me tell you, everybody in here is. There's no perfect person. Nobody says I can work my way. You can't. Christ paid the price. All you got to say, Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. Forgive me. Come into my heart. Make me a new creature. Let me tell you, you don't. People say, oh, I, I would, preacher, but I'm afraid of what I'm going to give up. Let me tell you what you give up. You're giving up hell. Amen. That's the only thing you're giving up. You're gaining so much more. 
Because without Jesus Christ, I don't know how people make it in the world. You want to know why sometimes you struggle? It's because you ain't got Christ in your life. You will say, well, preacher, I've been to church. I went to Sunday school. I'm, I'm here today. I ain't asking you none of that. Is Jesus Christ your personal Savior? Did you ask Him into your heart? And when you did, did you mean it? Did you in your heart? You know, I, I can tell you all kind of things, but if life don't, if I don't mean it, it ain't true. Did you ask him into your heart to understand what Jesus said in God, John 3, 16 through 18 when he said this, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now listen to this. For God came not, sent not his Son in the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed on the name of the only begotten Son. If you don't believe in Jesus, you don't ask him, you're going to hell. There's nothing I can do. I can stand up when you die. You can be in a casket. You look good. People say, oh, preacher, where is that? I can't tell you where that person in that casket is only one that knows is Jesus Christ and if you accept him as your savior we celebrate the fact you're with him my Bible tells me to be absent with the body be present with Christ if you're not present with Christ then you guess where you're at that's why we're here today that's why we're celebrating that's why Easter is so important because of the work on the cross Sure, oh, 
guys. So thank you for I've got so much to thank him for, so much to praise him for. What he's done and where he's brought me from, I've got so much to thank him for. When I think of all he's done and where he's brought me from, I've got so much to thank him
for the fact that he lives, what would today be? John chapter 11, verse 25 through 26. Jesus is talking to Martha and says unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, he shall, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth, believeth in me, shall never die. He says, believeth thou this? Now you think she had just lost her brother. He was in the grave. Imagine what the disciples were thinking through the weekend. Friday, they watched their, their savior, their, their, their master, their teacher, crucified, hastily taken down off the cross and placed in a borrowed tomb. He's dead, they thought. What do we do now? Fear gripped them. They were in hiding. We'll be next. We'll be next. I could just hear it. And finally, that Sunday morning, some of the ladies get together and it tells us this in Matthew 28, verses 1 through 8. It says, the end of the Sabbath and began to dawn towards the first day of the week came Mary Magdalene and Mary to see the sepulcher. Behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning, and his raiment white as snow. And 
For fear of him, the keepers, or you say the soldiers, which was guarding the tomb, did shake and became as dead men. And the angel answered and said to the woman, Fear ye not, for I know that ye seek Jesus, whom was crucified. And the most precious words in the whole Bible were spoken next. And it says, He's not here. He's risen. Come and see the place where the Lord lay. And go quickly. Tell his disciples, He's risen from the dead. And behold, He goes before you into Galilee as there you shall see him, lo, I have told you. And they departed quickly from the sepulcher with fear and great joy and did run and bring his disciples' word. You think about the greatest word, he's risen. Can you imagine, hey, we went to the tomb. We were going to finish what y'all started. We was going to get them to see if we get somebody to roll the stone back. And we got there, the stones moved, and, and there was this, this, this being, and we, we could hardly stand to look at him. And, and, and he told us Jesus is not there, and we looked, and he's gone. He's risen. Without him being risen, you think about this. As I said, without him being risen, where would there be hope? Yeah, our sins were paid for on the cross, but it is the resurrection that gives us hope. It's the resurrection that ought to give us joy. It's the resurrection that changed everything. It changed us from being the enemy of God and bound for hell because of the sin in our life to now we are the forgiven sons of the living God and we have an eternal inheritance in heaven. Amen? Now let me tell you a secret. Everybody has an eternal life. Everybody does. When you take your last breath here, when this old body wears out, you're starting eternity. The thing is, where are you going to start it? Because of Jesus, I know where I'll start. Because of the sacrifice. Because, hey, I, I asked him into my heart. Oh, I might not have understood everything. I'm still growing. I'm still learning. When you get saved, it don't make you perfect. It just makes you forgiven, amen? And it gives you a path on to where you're going. And we can celebrate today because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Because let me tell you, when we were, when the resurrection, because of that, we were justified. Paul tells us in Romans chapter 5, verse 1, he says, Therefore, being justified with, by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let me tell you, when Jesus came, He died on the cross. When He rose again on the third day, you accept Him as your Savior, you're justified. That debt of sin is paid, and you've got an eternal home with Jesus. Jesus said, hey, I'm uh, in my Father's house there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come unto you again and receive you to myself. Jesus says, hey, I've gone to get things ready because you accepted me. I've got a place for you, and I'm coming to get you. That I, that's what that's what Resurrection Sunday's about. It's about knowing where you're going, amen? It's about being justified because if you wasn't, you was bound for hell because of the sins in your life. And like I said before, don't matter how good of a person you are, we're all just a bunch of sinners, amen? Well, and let me tell you, because of the resurrection, we understand one thing important, death has been defeated. Amen. It says, li, 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 listen to this. 
Uh, I, I like this in Acts chapter 2, verse 21. So it says, And whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You want to know what you're saved from? Listen to what Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 55 through 57. He says, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? Amen. When you get saved, that's it. You ain't got to worry about it. Let me tell you something. If the Lord don't come back, we all got something in common. We all going to die. Some of us is going to be just like that. Some of it's going to linger. But everybody's going to do it unless he comes back today or tomorrow before you take that last breath. We're all going to die. And we say this sting of death is sin and the strength of sin is the law because you can try to work your way in but it wasn't going to get you there but listen to this verse 57 but thanks be to God which gives us the victory through Lord through our Lord Jesus Christ we don't have to worry about the grave amen when you die I know where I'm going to you this morning are you are you are you excited about what today is are you excited of the fact that we don't go worship a bunch of old dried up bones in the tomb of a dead man? No, we got a we got a Savior who's sitting at the right hand of the Father. He rose. He walked again. He was seen by over 500 people that testified that says, hey, I've seen them. And, and they knew it. And they took that. Let me tell you, people said, well, oh, they just made that up. When people are threatening you and going to put you to death and you still stay to the same story, that story's true. Amen. And they gave their life saying hey he rose I saw him I touched him you think of this some of them ate with him and boy let me tell you they, they said we fellowship with him he's alive and he went back to heaven and he's sitting down and one day he's going to stand up and the father's going to say son go and get your church let me ask you a question when he does that where are you going to be amen listen I'm close with this this morning because let me tell you we celebrate an empty tomb and in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, I use this at funerals. You want to know why? Because it's these verses that gives us hope. It's these verses that hang on the resurrection. Let me tell you something. Your life, everything about it, clings to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Because if you don't believe it, you're not going to have a good eternity. If you believe it, you're going to spend it with Him. So here's, the, here's what it says. Paul said this, 1 Thessalonians Chapter 4, verse 13 through 18, he says, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, or concerning them which have already died. And he said this, he said, They that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. And for this by the word of the Lord that we which are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. He said, you can't do nothing about the ones that well, they're in heaven. Now listen to this. He said, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout with the trump of God. The dead in Christ shall rise first. Man, could you sudden just all boom and things go flying up out of the ground you say whoa what about me what about me and it says this it says this then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the lord in the air and so shall we be ever with the lord 
Let me, when you go, it's not I'm just going on vacation. You're going for eternity. So let me ask you a question this morning. Are you going to be there? Because Paul said this. He closed with that. He said this. He said, wherefore, comfort one another with these words. We comfort each other because, hey, the resurrection is real. Jesus Christ is alive. If you don't believe me, you say you just you just caught up in it, preacher. One of these days you will find out. My Bible tells me one day every knee will bow. Every tongue shall confess. I don't know about y'all. I don't want to wait till it's too late. Because even them that are in hell and going to hell will bow a knee and confess that Lord Jesus is Christ. But there ain't going to be nothing you can do. Your decision time is today. Amen. You want to know what the problem with a lot of us Christians are, though? You don't know what it is? We've lost the excitement of the resurrection. We have forgotten what it is to be a child of God. We, we just gotten content. Some of you this morning, you just got content. You ain't excited about being a child of God anymore because you just continue. So, well, I made it to church today. Well, I'm glad you did. I'm so glad to see every one of you smiling faces here. But let me ask you a question. How excited are you about Jesus Christ coming back to get you? Amen. We ought to be a little excited. You ought to you say, well, if you ain't, today's the day to say, Lord, I, I'm ready to change things in my life. Lord, I, I, I've not been living like I ought to. Father, will you forgive me? Forgive me a just refill me with your spirit just give me some fresh oil this morning let me get excited that i know that you're coming back because he's coming back and he's coming back soon are you ready because let me tell you you don't want to wait till it's too late today is the day some of you are holding on to burdens thinking you can you can handle them and god say hey i, I defeated the grave you think that little problem you got is anything I come up out of the grave. That little problem ain't nothing. But you refuse to give it to me. You want to enjoy the rest of the day? Bring your burdens. Bring your problems. Bring them to the one who overcame death. Bring them to the one who paid the price for you. I don't know them. Because, you know, statistics say this. Probably about 75% people don't really understand who Jesus Christ is. We hunt, yesterday we hunted eggs. And I guarantee you, a lot of people that came and joined us and fellowship with us didn't understand who Jesus was. He's not about hunting for Easter eggs. He's not about going to see Mama and Daddy on Easter. He's about the fact that He died on the cross because He loves you. He wants you to believe in Him and to trust in Him. He wants you to say... Understand that you're a sinner and you're going to hell without them. There's no other way unless you accept them. And it's the easiest thing in the world. You say, well, well, preacher, if I do that, my friend, if a friend will quit being your friend because you got excited about Jesus, that's no friend. Only one true friend, and that's Jesus Christ. He is the friend of the friendless. He's the father to the fatherless. He loves you so much. You think you have to give up some? You'll never know what you're going to gain until you became, become His. Because let me tell you, the peace, the ability to make it from day to day is more than anything. Without Him, you're, you're just surviving. With Him, you'll be thriving. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you this morning.
Father, I pray if there's somebody here that doesn't know you, Lord, that they'll have the courage to step out. Maybe, Lord, there's a family that hadn't prayed together in a long time. Lord, maybe they just need to get together and say, hey, starting today, we're going to live for you. We're not going to allow our kids to, to be raised up in a world that doesn't know you. I want to set the example. Maybe there's a grandparent here that just needs to pray for some grandkids or pray for some friends. Maybe today you just need to obey what the Holy Spirit's telling you to do. Whatever it is, Father, I pray that you give people the strength to do what you're calling them to do this morning. Father, we come to celebrate an empty tomb. We come to celebrate the love you gave, that you gave it all for us. And Father, during this invitation time, if there's somebody, Lord, I pray you give them the strength to step out and come to you. In the Lord's name I pray. Amen. As you stand to your feet, we're going to sing page 125. As we sing, the altar is open. prayer this morning and we're going to sing one last song before we let y'all go I hope and pray you have a wonderful blessed day visitors thank you for coming you're always welcome back I pray you have a blessed and great day spend some time with your family and just enjoy the Holy Spirit but remember the most important thing he's risen he's risen indeed and that's what it's all about today amen that's why we're here Brother Curtis, will you close us in prayer on this wonderful day today?
Uh, we're in the green folder if you need the words. It's our theme song, so most of you should, those of us are in the mirror. Those gentlemen. 